The Conrad. I got you. I got you. I will do it. The rewind with your host, Conrad. And you know it like a poet. I bring the news. Get ready for the beat down. And you know that. Do it till you're satisfied. The rewind with your host, Conrad. I'm telling you right now, don't get a brother started. Because when you get him started, I can't finish it unless I'm able to what? Get into the get down. That's right. Hey, much love to everybody. It's your boy, the Conrad, bringing you what? The Rewind. That's right, talking about sports that have already been going on, but trying to bring it back to you just in case you may have missed a few nuggets here and there. Let's get into it right now. LeBron James signed a big contract, two years, $97 million. Much love to him. Much love to his, his agent, Rich Paul. Hey, that's right. More money, money, more money, money, money. I ain't mad at the brother. I ain't mad at him at all. But wow, look at his sons. Bryce, who, Ronnie, both of them guys are doing it. And they doing it. And they doing it good. I'm so happy for those two young men. Because I really wanted Michael Jordan's two sons to do well. And they played on in high school together and they were okay you know and when they went to college they were like i said they were okay you know they weren't like that you know and like i said Bronny, it looked like he's coming in his own and bryce is he's growing like a weed so and he looks good so i'm happy for um Le, lebron james and, and his young his young um you know you know, guys, they really, these young guys are really stepping up, and I'm hoping that they have a great season. I'm hoping that their team have a, a great season. Like I said, still talking NBA. I don't know why everybody's in Kevin Durant's money. Why are so many people in his money? Okay, most of those guys don't want no one in their money. I'm talking about these media guys. They don't want nobody in their money. Okay. They don't want nobody to know that 
when they go to a contract issue that some something may happen for the worse, like not get resigned. Okay, where ESPN may let you go. Okay, males and females included. Okay, I get upset because I know a lot of male and females who work at ESPN are no longer there, and most of them are really not relevant. I don't even the ones that are on FS1, they're not relevant. A lot of these people are not relevant. Okay, and 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 they are those who got their own podcast and all this other junk going on. Whippy do, Michael Smith is now um, hanging with um, I guess um, Prime. You know, I guess he's hanging with that that group over there. They're going to be doing some football. Okay, and um, I'm happy for him, but I would always try to get at him and. He wouldn't say what's up, you know, like like he was, you know, his boo-boo didn't stink. I hope he turns it around, makes it what? An effort to get at me. You know, Jamel Hill, she's always, you know, being very kind and loving. Would love for her to interview me, though. I would love for Kerry Champion to interview me. I would love to do a show with both of the ladies. I'd love to do a show with Michael Smith. I got love for that brother. Hey, let's get off of that. Like I said, Durant, leave him alone. The young man knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Leave Kyrie Irving alone. We got to leave these guys alone. I'm going to say something. The general manager of the Nets, Marks, he didn't deserve that job. Okay? And everybody knows Steve Nash. Never deserved that job. I don't know what Kevin Durant was thinking, and I don't know if Durant really said that, but if he did, Kev, man, you better be supporting these black coaches because I don't know if you said that, you wanted Steve Nash. Steve Nash, man, in big-time games, he chokes. He chokes, man. He don't bring it, man. I'm trying to tell you. Hey. Him and Dirk Lewinsky, I call Dirk Lewinsky Britney Spears in drag, okay? And I call Steve Nash um, no MVP type guy, okay? He can't even guard a point guard. They had Sean Marion guarding point guards at that time with the Phoenix Suns. And remember him and Dirk Lewinsky wanted to leave the NBA. He wanted to go back to Canada and Dirk wanted to go back to Germany, okay? But we all know <laughs> the commissioner, David Stern, little hands, little feet, little Johnson, there it is. He went ahead and made some changes with rules. No, 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 bar, no bar arm, no hand checking. Um, the physicality, he took it away from the game. Now, only thing you got to do is beat a guy off the dribble, and there it is. Because Steve Nash, he was getting frustrated. He was getting frustrated. And we all know Dirk Lewinsky was getting frustrated because Kevin, Kevin Garnett used to talk mad trash to him. You would have guys talking mad trash to Dirk Lewinsky. I'm serious. And I remember this All-Star game. I think it was Michael Jordan's last All-Star game. And 
you know, Lewinsky called out Michael Jordan that he wanted, he, and Mike just went ahead and dumped it on him. You know, and then he wanted it one more time, and Mike dumped it on him again. Then he asked Mike, said, get away, get out of here. You know, move out of the way. This dude can, can barely jump. Not even a good rebounder. Okay, wasn't a good defender. Okay, and besides shooting outside shots, he couldn't even finish inside most of the time. Don't let me get started just because he's an international player and the NBA wants international players to be in the Hall of Fame so they can have more international people look at the NBA. We all know what's going on. But you know what the NBA do when it's time to play in the Olympics? They ask, okay, can you play for your country? They ask these young African-American ballplayers, can you please play for your country? Because I'm telling you, Kevin Durant won that gold medal for the United States. It wasn't that sorry behind coach who coaches for the San Antonio Spurs. That fool was looking like he was panicking. You hear me? He was panicking. Okay? And Durant showed up and showed out. That's right. I said it. Now, let's talk about what Russell Westbrook's situation is. I'm hoping Russ is working hard. I mean, he's a heck of a player. He, he, he goes at it strong, like, and he, he never takes the foot off the pedal. I'm hoping for him to have a great year. Seriously. I want him to have a great year. I, 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 you know, I'm praying for him and his family because what went down last year wasn't cool. Truly. He does a lot of work for the community. He's, he's doing this project where it'll go on the big screen about Tulsa, the massacre that went down, okay, in Tulsa, where you had white armed forces guys riding in planes, bombing Tulsa. You had sheriffs, okay, shooting African-Americans. You had, okay, again, the Ku Klux Klan was in there. You had farmers coming and shooting people. You had police officers. All these people trying to take this small part of Tulsa, which was black owned and was what flourishing. Okay, and I'm telling you, I would have never known about this if I did not go to Langston University because they would not, and I say this one more thing, one more time. They were not talking about this in my social study classes, in my U.S. history classes in high school, okay? When I got to college, I had to take a history class, okay? And they said, not black history, history, because they were showing you the real history, what was going on, what happened, and what's, and what's been happening. I got mad love for Langston University. I got mad love for giving me an understanding and the professors there teaching me my history, okay? 
as we go into college basketball, I see some things happening and I'm not happy with, okay? Calipari, something has to, these young men and, and their parents got to wake up. Guys like Calipari, guys like the head coach at Miami who needs to be gone, okay? They got to get another guy in there. I don't care what, what happened last year, okay? Those players were just doing a great job, okay? Um, Rick Patino got to get rid of him and his son. His son doesn't deserve the job that he that he has. So many of these coaches don't deserve the job, okay? And these young African-American men are being led astray, as well as the young ladies. And I, But their parents and, and them, they got to wake up. You got to know on your recruiting trip, or while you're being recruited, what what's going on? You know what I'm saying? You got to see it. You can't get all blown away by the locker rooms and and the and the the, the auditorium. You know the stadium. Okay, you can't get all you can't get blown away by that stuff. Okay, people coming up on you, wanting to hold, shake your hand, take pictures with you. Your mother and father can't get all caught up. Your mother can't get all caught up. Your dad can't get all caught up. And your grandma and your grandfather getting caught up. I'm telling you. Because most of those coaches are great used car salesmen. That's right. Once they get you, you theirs. And then if they don't like the way you perform, and they, they asking you, come upstairs, sign this void contract, to show that you are no longer on scholarship. You void your scholarship, okay? Then if you get in trouble, they're trying to get rid of you. Then if a young lady who happens not to be black may say, he touched me, okay? Then you're in trouble. You got the police involved, you got the school involved, and now you kicked out. And what you do? Then you go to a HBCU. Don't do that. Don't disrespect the HBCUs like that. You need to go to a HBCU off the bat. And if you ain't got your common sense, and your parents ain't never taught you nothing, or your mama, or your grandmama, or your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your father, and nobody's taught you nothing, then you know what? You need to get some act right. Because this is what bothers me when we talk about our young student athletes going to the next level. Because after college, you want to hopefully try to have a pro career or a career in your whatever you um, wanted to go to college for. Your degree, what it what it presents itself, sports marketing, you know, um, you know, education, you know, business. Whatever it brings, whatever it brings to the forefront for you, you know you want to be successful in. And um, I get a little shaken because I want to see the young men and young women be successful. You know, I want to see the young men and young women not just have a dream, but let's make this dream a reality. 
that's the thing I, I want to talk about. Let's make this dream a reality. Let's make it where these people in the academic department who try to tell you what you should take and not what you're supposed to take. They want to tell you what you should take to stay eligible. But you should be taking what you need to take to get to that degree. Okay? I mean, because some of these academic advisors, females, some of these good old girls, I know. I, I ain't got to lie. I, I've seen it personally up front, the ABC way. So like I said, I'm trying to tell our young men and our young women who happen to be African-American, hey, you got to wake up, okay? Wake up and stay up. Now, we talk about what went down with track and field. Okay, the championships, what went down in Oregon, that was off the chain. It was great to see three women from New Jersey. I'm born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. I live out here in Long Beach, California for over 30 years, 35, 38 years. And I'm just happy to say that, man, these young ladies, man, they did a great job. I mean, everybody I felt that competed. It was it was very entertaining, and everybody seemed like they brought the best that they could bring, and I was very happy to see that showcased on TV. You know, ESPN, they need to take a great look at what NBC did. They had some great commentators on there, and uh, I thought they did a heck of a job. I want to say this, though. We need to quit recruiting international people to come and and run track for us, okay, be track and field all together, and then they go back to their home country and they teach what we taught them to their people, and then when it's time to do an Olympics or a championship, they whooping our behind. I've seen so many people who were from other countries, Germany, um, Great Britain, Jamaica, you know, Iceland. I mean, I don't give a kitty. They were going to school at, at Kansas, Kentucky, you know, Miami, all these other places, Texas A&M, University of Texas. We gotta worry about our young people here in the States, but this is where I say it. A lot of these good old boys and good old girls who run track programs and their athletic directors, they don't care. They don't care. The only thing they care about is what they want to bring to the table. If you open your eyes and see what our young people are doing in the United States, you wouldn't have to go to other countries. That's all I'm saying. Dealing with Programs that do not have great financial being for the colleges, volleyball, baseball, softball, there it is, and, and many more. Golf, um, like I said, you know, um, swimming. These are not sports that bring big revenue in. 
hey, I'm up here hearing that why are these sports still alive? If you don't know why they're still alive, then you are really lost in space. Hey, let's get on down to some football, okay? Like I said, preseason football is about ready to end. Summertime is about ready to close out. We're about ready to get into some NFL, some college football also. You'll have sports like women's soccer, women's volleyball going on. You'll have some cross country going on on the college level. Um, you'll have these type of sports going on and, uh, and also others. And um, I'm saying, it, it, you know, it's going to be very busy on the college level. And it's going to be very busy on the pro level. You know, Major League Baseball will be going into trying to get their positions as teams for the playoffs. Um, NFL will be trying to sort out who's going to stand out in their division, okay, because the season will start. And then college football, you know, they're going to showcase that I'm the best team you're the weakest team. And, you know, so everything is being now thrown into one big pot. And then you got what? You got um, hockey. You got the NBA getting ready to what? Splash down. Okay. It's going to be very busy. But I, I say this, though. The NFL needs to go ahead and clean up a lot of mess. It's not just Deshaun Watson. That thing has been cleared, 11 games, okay, boom. We gotta talk about some of these coaches. We gotta talk about some of these GMs. We gotta talk about some of these owners. But the commissioner is afraid. He's afraid, okay? And like I said, this is the guy who gets paid a lot of money to be a commissioner. And I, I say it again, Troy Vincent, whoever else, man, you guys better remember you are black. You better stand up for something. Because, see, my pastor told me this. He said, when Will Chamberlain died, people would go to his, the place where they buried him, and then the, the visits started getting less and less and less. He talked about his wife, First Lady Cynthia Swanson, okay, was there every day, every day, and the visits started getting less and less. He said, you know, we talking about Bill Russell, and he was a great in the game of basketball, also a great man with his, how he visualized things, how he saw things, and how he stood up. Muhammad Ali and so many others, visitations less and less. Because you know why? It's real. That's right. Death is real. I praise God every day and thank the Lord for one more day. One more day to give him praise, glory, and honor. One more day. Lord, if I've done anything wrong, I repent in the name of Jesus. 
I just want to be right for the flight. I want to be right and make sure my calling and election is sure because it means so much to me to be right with, with the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about it because I got young people. I got people who I love, family members, loved ones. Hey, I try to let it be known. One Lord, one faith, one baptism in Jesus' name. Acts 238 experience. I let it be known. I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed of Lord Jesus Christ. I praise his name continually. And I say all this because you got these monkey pox. You still got COVID going around. And you don't know what else is in the air right now. And that's why I'm, I wear my mask. And I'm looking forward, hopefully, I'm looking forward, hopefully, to be able to be caught up, see him in the air, and be right in Jesus' eyes. That's all. That's all. And I, 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 I see our young men and women who go fight for our borders, praying for them. Marines, Navy, Air Force, okay, Army, praying for them. And I mean that. You know, I pray for our government, you know. I pray for our leaders in our government. I went off. The, I went on this tangent because I want to let people know that we should try to come together, support each other, and something positive will always come out of that if we do it sincerely. If we truly do it sincerely. It could, it could make a way. Also, I'm very happy for directors, show creators, Lena Waits, okay? Um, very happy for her. Very happy for so many African-Americans who have shows that are on TV, cable. It's, I'm really happy for them because they're being able to present stories that we know, but these others, you know, whites, Asians, Samoans, Tongans, Polynesians, they don't know what we've, what we've gone through, our stories. And I'm glad that the stories are being presented, and I'm hoping continually that they get better and better and more and more, because we have so many great African-American male and female actors Okay, show creators is just awesome. And I just want to let everybody know I support. I support big time. So with that being said, I want you to know that it's all good in the hood. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me.